Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one magnificent page of Talmud every day. And we are recording live today uh, at the Jewish Priorities Conference out of the Weizmann Museum of Jewish History here in the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, PA. And I'm here, I always study Talmud, even when I'm on the road, and I'm reading this little bit in Kiddushin 72 that I'd like to share with you. Have a listen. The first part of that verse stated, and behold, a second beast, similar to a bear, Daniel 7.5. Rav Yosef taught, these are Persians who eat and drink copious amounts like a bear and are corpulent like a bear and grow hair like a bear and have no rest like a bear, which is constantly on the move from one place to another. When Rabbi Ami saw a Persian riding, he would say, this is a bear on the move. Now, uh, my nickname for some of my friends is The Bear Man, uh, because I am not Persian, but I fit all this criteria very well. Harry, uh, corpulent and, and frequently drunk, always on the move. But I figured I would honor someone by asking these questions of all manners, movement and Persian, of one of my dearest friends, my greatest teachers, one of our finest living novelists of this or any other time, and a, and a proud man of Persian descent, Ruby Namdar, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Good to be here again. Now, when you read such such descriptions, are you are you insulted as, on behalf of the entire Jewish Persian I, community? I think it's I, I'm so it's it's so offensive. <laughs> I I laugh. You know, Liel, this is why I love the Talmud so much. It's because it is an irreverent book. To be able to to say it. In this way, that is clearly, it's clearly humorous. And it's, it's, it's not really offensive. It's a comic relief, but with a, a poignant one. This is, uh, this is for me the, the essence of why I love the Talmud. I want to say something about the Talmud that I don't think is, is established enough as a fact. My firm belief is that the Talmud is not an authored text. The Talmud is, in my opinion, a set of protocols from many meetings that were, were held all over the ancient... By know, the elders of Zion. Is what yeah, exactly. But actually, the people who sat and took notes at these meetings, we don't know their names. They are the Stamaim, as Ruth Calderon calls them. But we know those who quote those who quote those. And the people who sat and took notes did not have the same intellectual or whatever, rabbinic authority as the people who are speaking. So they did not edit the conversation. So what we get in a Talmudic page is we get the most kind of serious, deep discussion. And then we get this wonderful, agadic, crazy explosion of the imagination. And then we can hear a really funny joke. And I think this is a really funny joke because when people sit around the table and discuss lofty matters and probably, you know, have a sip or two of something good because, you know, we need to keep the, 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 the Talmudic juices flowing. A lot of things come out of this collective mind that's formed around the table, including wonderful, irreverent humor. And to me, this feels like one of these moments and they are delightful in my eye. Now, wonderful, irreverent humor that we are, correct me if, if I'm wrong, but it seems to me like we're at a risk of losing. Everywhere you look, there's a deep kind of concern over saying the wrong thing, offending the wrong person. 
uh, literature, entertainment uh, have become far more mirthless. And yet in your own work, you celebrate these, these, yeah. these irreverences. Is the Talmud your kind of renewable source of uh, spiritual irreverent energy? I definitely view the Talmud as, as a model of, of holy irreverence, of how to be as serious, morally responsible, existentially aware, and at the same time to have this deep, wonderful chutzpah and freedom of spirit. And I think that not only my work, but all of us have to, have to return to this spirit and, and implement it on our spiritual life today as Jews and as Americans. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. Ruby Namda, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're really going to love the book I wrote. It's called How the Talmud Can Change Your Life, Surprisingly Modern Advice from a Very Old Book, and it's coming out in just a few short weeks. You could pre-order it now at your local bookstores directly from the publisher through the link in this here podcast description or through that big online store whose logo is a smile. Once you've pre-ordered the book, take a picture of your receipt, just a snap on your phone would do, and follow the instructions at tabletm.ag slash pre-order. That's tabletm, like Mary, dot ag slash pre-order. Then you will be invited to an exclusive star-studded virtual book launch event and get all sorts of other pleasant surprises. As always, please go and rate and review. Take one on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You could get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com and you could subscribe to our weekly newsletter at tabletm.ag slash take one newsletter. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scarmucci, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little more Talmudic. <laughs>